Welcome back to the Soccer Reviews podcast, where we highlight featured brands, players, gear, and more from thesoccerreviews.com. Today, we're interviewing Darren Keat, who's the founder and owner of Bendit Soccer. Bendit Soccer makes affordable, premium match balls that feature high visibility, easy to track knuckleball designs. I recently reviewed their Knuckle It Pro match ball on my website, thesoccerreviews.com. In this interview, we're going to hear about Darren's days in South Africa, why he started Bendit Soccer, what it was like meeting David Bendit. Beckham, and much more, so stay tuned. Starting from the very beginning, you were born in Johannesburg, South Africa. What was it like living there before you came to the United States? South Africa is a beautiful country. So I used to work in the film industry, and I still do shooting TV commercials, and I did that in South Africa. And um, in, nine, in 2001, I entered the green card lottery, and I actually won the green card through a lottery system. So I thought it was a joke, and I, it actually wasn't. And I, I had six months to make a decision if I wanted to become an American and come and live here. And I did it. I thought it was like too good to be true. So it wasn't like I wasn't enjoying living in South Africa, but it was like an advantage to come and live here and, and shoot you know, commercials on a bigger scale. For people who don't know, you just mentioned you're a cinematographer whose clients include McDonald's, Google, YouTube, Puma, Royal Caribbean, and so much more. So just to touch on that quickly, what got you into cinematography? Well, you know, in South Africa, you had to go to the army before you could get a job, before 1995. So I studied advertising, and before I could get a job, I had to go and do military service, which I didn't want to do. I just wanted to stop working. And one day, they they were looking for a photographer and like a thousand people put up their hands and I told them you know I want the job I studied advertising and I knew nothing about photography but they gave me the job so it was a learning curve and I ended up going all over the country for the army doing photography and using their lab and learning at their expense so that's how I really got into it and when I came out of the army I got into film sets and worked my way up from a camera assistant all the way up to a cinematographer and today I, I direct and I'm a cinematographer on many commercials, yeah. What advice would you give to someone who wants to become a cinematographer when they grow up? I think the best advice is to work with people that are really good. I think if you go to film schools and things like that, often you're working with people that didn't really make it in the business and then they're not teaching. So if you go work with people who are, who are actually in the business working every day and you go and intern for them, I think you'll learn way more than anywhere else because that's the real deal. So that's my advice. What was your inspiration for starting Bandit Soccer and where did the name come from? The inspiration for Bandit Soccer was my son. When he was eight years old, he wanted to bend it like Beckham. And we used to watch a lot of Beckham videos. And I used to take my cameras with us to the training ground. I used to use my slow motion cameras and film and kicking. And then we'd go and watch them edited. And I'd watch the ball moving through the air. And I could never really tell if it was getting more side spin or top spin. Because, I mean, you know all the, the top brands. Most of the balls are white. And then I would go to the stores and try and find balls that I thought would be a little easier to track through the air. And I couldn't quite get it. And then I, it was at the aha moment. I realized that there's got to be a way to get balls that you can literally see better what you're doing and it would help your training. And that's what gave me the idea that they don't exist and we created Bendits. The reason, obviously, for the name is obviously for Bendit like Beckham. So all our designs are about tracking the ball visually and secondly, having higher quality balls because most of the balls me and my son get for $20 balls. We can never afford a $150 ball. So we are determined to make $150 balls, like 40 bucks, so that even kids like my son could actually train with proper, you know, quality balls. So that's how it all began. What were some challenges you had to overcome early on in this venture? Well, I've been on film sets my whole life, so I've got no business experience. 
and I'm often working long hours on film sets. So it was about finding manufacturers and learning about business. So I, I ended up just reaching out to so many factories and most of the factories that make soccer balls are in China, Pakistan, India, those kind of countries. They don't, they're not made anywhere else. And the, their time zones are crazy. It's like three in the morning is the perfect time to phone them. So I li literally never got sleep. I would be, you know, getting three hours sleep for two years trying to do research. And, and I basically got samples from hundreds of different factories and started testing it, getting designers into my house. And, you know, that's how it began, you know, one step at a time. What's your most meaningful soccer ball and why? I think the most meaningful soccer ball is the Nikolet Pro. I think the reason is, firstly, I think the design is just sweet. People love the design. It's our, our best-selling ball. And secondly, knuckleball kicking is very difficult. It's a very hard technique. So anything, any help you can get to improve your technique, I think people enjoy so the idea about knuckle kicking is you don't want to put any spin on the ball. So it's very counterintuitive. Usually when you kick a ball, you follow through. Now if you follow through, you're going to get too much whip on the ball. So you'd almost like to have to jab like in boxing. It's like a little punch. So the designs are designed to make sure you're not getting any spin on the ball. So, you, so we have these like circular markings that if you set up the ball to kick the knuckle, you don't want that visual image to change. If it's changing, you know you're getting too much rotation. So I think the knuckle is a challenge for most people because most people naturally, because they follow through, bend the ball anyway to the degree and put spin on. So I, I think the knuckle is a ball that people love and it's really taken off. It's, even in the golf world, people who play foot golf, you, you know, love it. A lot of the top guys in the tour are using that. So that, that's our favorite ball. How long does it take you to make a new soccer ball from start to finish, from initial design to final product? It takes me a long time because I'm so, like, I'll give you an example. The, I'm not a difficult person. But the factory in Pakistan said in 20 years he's never had a more difficult customer. It's because I really care and I just, I'm, I'm ruthless with the quality and I send balls back and back and back and they go crazy because they have to make new molds. Most soccer balls, they make 32 panels. The less panels you have, the more the ball moves through the air. So I think that's more exciting. So we do that. So it's not like we can just take it as normal design and, and go and do a standard mold. We literally kind of like the top brands where we create our own molds and things like that. So we even do research into what kind of panel construction would be more conducive to knuckling versus curling versus reverse curling, et cetera, et cetera. So we're doing all that kind of research. And obviously, you know, as a startup, that's unheard of because obviously only if you've got a big brand can you do that. But that's why it takes, it's taking us longer to get where we want to. Like a lot of people want size four balls from us. And we just wanted to perfect the top of the range size 5 before we make the size 4. Because obviously in size 4, a lot of the kids don't want such a high quality ball. They want a lighter ball. But um, it takes us a lot longer than I wish. But I have like an amazing designer now. He works in 3D. So it's, it speeds things up for us. We can create a ball in a three-dimensional world, spin it on our computer, track it, see what it's going to look like before we have to make it. I mean, when I just started, I used to make but the designs and cut them out on a piece of paper, like a paper mache, so I could, you know, in our lounge, throw them around to see what's going to be better for spinning on that. So it's getting much easier. I would say we could probably pull off a ball in three months now, but um, it all depends on the factory because you can give them a design and then they can make it and it's not exactly what you think. And they think it's 5% difference, but I think every, every, that 5% makes a big difference. You know, we're just like perfectionists. What was it like meeting soccer legend David Beckham? Well, it was really amazing because um, my son went to a UCLA soccer camp once. And as I came to pick him up, he said, 
oh, please get your camera quickly. David Beckham here is taking photos with everyone. So we're so excited. And um, David just went to pick up his kids. But he's already the coolest guy you'll ever meet. I've actually filmed commercials with him before. And I did a commercial once with him with there were six other celebrities and him. And he truly is the happiest of all the celebrities. He, he's always smiling. And I honestly think he cannot believe people make such a big deal of, out of him just because he's good at soccer. So he kind of, when it was my son's turn, he put his arms around him, gave him a, like a real genuine squeeze and took a photo. And he literally did it for like 30 kids. So you can imagine just picking up your kids from soccer camp and still doing that. Like you get annoying, I, I would imagine. But he does it with a smile on his face. So it was really awesome to meet him. And I actually told him about my company. But as I was talking about it, you know, he's got so many people working. They just pulled him away. He had to go somewhere. What are some of your plans for the future? What are you most excited about doing, whether it's personal or business related? The truth is, I'm so excited about many things. You won't believe it, but I've got 200 ideas of different products I want to launch, you know, all sports related and all with unique ideas. The problem with a small company like ours, when you start off, you, you grow and then you, you sell out of your product and then you've got money to buy more and invest in one more product at a time, you know, because that's how, how you grow. So I think what I need to do next is just get investors so that I could do what I was going to do in 10 years by myself in, in six months. Because I, I, what I wanted to do was perfect understanding soccer ball technology and, and getting that right and how to distribute it and market it. And then I think we could just explode with all these other ideas. I don't want to tell you what they are, but everyone is things that everyone used, but we have unique thoughts of things that will, just like our ball position market, and no one's got that, you know, the top guys kick the ball to get extra power, so our designs revolve around kicking the ball, so we have those specific ideas. The other thing is retail stores, we're only online at the moment, there's a lot of people who want us on retail, because a lot of countries, like Australia, South Africa, where people want to buy our products, they can't get them via Amazon or online store, so we need to get them in retail. Um, so that's the next thing that I'm going to start working on. But, um, you know, it's just me, my wife, and, and our designer at the moment. And, you know, there's so much you can do, um, and, you know, as, as you grow. For everyone listening, you can follow Bendit Soccer on Instagram and Facebook at Bendit Soccer. And you can purchase Bendit Soccer balls on www.benditsoccer.com. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I wish you the best of luck in the future. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to our interview with Bandit Soccer founder and owner Darren Key. If you're interested in purchasing Bandit Soccer balls, you can do so on www.banditsoccer.com and you can read detailed and in-depth reviews of Bandit Soccer balls on thesoccerreviews.com.